Welcome to North Clay Baptist Church. I'm Pastor Brad. We will uh, are continuing in our devotional series of uh, reading through the Bible in a year. Uh, today we will close out the book of 2 Kings with the last three uh, chapters, verses, or, uh, chapters 23 through 25. <clears throat> in chapter 23, we read that Josiah's reforms indicate that the book of the law found in the temple by Hilkiah was the book of Deuter <clears throat> Deuteronomy. Josiah and the people celebrate the Passover for the first time since the time of the judges. Um, and this was not that they had not observed the Passover at all, but as it was prescribed to them back in Sinai, and as they uh, were given uh, the Passover feast and the celebrations that we find written in the book of the law, they had not practiced it, that it was some form um, uh, of this. Uh, so it wasn't that they had completely, uh, completely abandoned the Passover, but in practice they had, in that they had not done so as prescribed. <clears throat> we read that Josiah is killed by Pharaoh Necho, uh, Pharaoh over Egypt at Megiddo. Josiah's son Jehoahaz reigns in his place and Pharaoh Necho <clears throat> takes Jehoahaz prisoner and places Jehoahaz's brother, Je uh, brother Josiah's son as king over Judah and changes his name to Jehoiakim. Chapter 24, Nebuchadnezzar controls King Jehoiakim. Jehoiakim. Jehoiakim dies and Jehoiachin reigns over Judah in his place. Nebuchadnezzar begins the deportation of Judah, sending all of the treasures, commanders, and men of valor to Babylon, leaving only the poorest people in, in Judah. And then Zedekiah reigns over uh, Judah. And finally, in chapter 25, Nebuchadnezzar besieges Jerusalem. Jerusalem is burned and plundered, and Gedaliah is made governor over Judah. So we see as it closes out the, uh, um, the final fall of Judah and Jerusalem into the hands of the king of Babylon, uh, Nebuchadnezzar is final, and there is no longer a, even as a figurehead that, very, that, that uh, Jehoiakim and Jehoiachin were, um, as kings, they were no more than figureheads, but it is official with the um, Gedaliah being made governor <clears throat> over Judah. So as we close this book, in, these, uh, in fact these two books, we uh, look back and see the history of Israel um, with 1 Kings opening with, with old... Uh, King David is in his old age, is very much on his deathbed, and um, his son Solomon reigns, and and some and and they uh, the nation as a whole uh, finds prosperity uh, under uh, wise King Solomon's rule. But even in uh, King Solomon's wisdom, <clears throat> he shows his poor judgment in chasing after the idols of other nations, the women of other nations, and. And ultimately, because of this sin, uh, God tells him that he will um, uh, that, that there will be judgment, and that the uh, the rule would be taken from him, the nation would be taken from him, except for the uh, sake of his father David. Um, this would be a final separation, and we see uh, as the kingdom is divided, the rapid decline of Israel into sin and idolatry and chasing the, the gods uh, of other nations. Um, it takes just over 200 years from the dividing of the kingdom 
in 930 BC to the uh, fall of uh, Israel into the hands of the Assyrians. It takes a little longer for Judah after the division of the kingdom. It takes about 340 some odd years from 930 BC and the dividing of the kingdom before they are ultimately and finally taken captive uh, by King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon and they're led into exile. And as we talked about yesterday, there are clear allusions to the gospel, to God's sovereignty, to Christ in these two books. And, and it, I think it bears repeating that in these judgments, again, that the uh, nation of Israel as well as the nation of Judah, they are just and they deserve them for their disobedience and their turning from God and following His statutes and His commandments given um, to their fathers and to Moses. But even in the judgment, again, because we know the rest of the story, we see that in this judgment, God is bringing about His perfect purpose. And that perfect purpose has found its fulfillment and completion in the Lord Jesus Christ at His first advent. And we see that these kings, these earthly kings, that even the good ones pale in comparison to the ultimate King of kings and Lord of lords, that is the Lord Jesus Christ, who is today reigning and ruling from, from heaven over His kingdom. And that should give us as his, uh, his people, His church, great comfort in knowing that uh, uh, our King reigns and um, victory has been secured and assured. Uh, so uh, we are free and should be motivated to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with the nations and be a part of this kingdom building and bringing the nations into subjection to His rule and His reign.